Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 284. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Yes, hello. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and listen to our sports podcast right after this. Andy, we have some breaking news as of this morning. Uh, we had talked about your visit to uh, Disneyland. Was that last Monday? Yes, that was. I went last night Monday, oh. and uh, it's a f- opening day of you know our level of pass annual pass. Uh, you know, welcoming back from the summer block. So uh, got there at like seven thirty at night. Had a couple drinks. Uh, at California Adventure, just watched like people walking all over the place. It actually cooled off pretty good, which was nice. There was a good breeze over there. Yeah. And then walked over to Disneyland, had a slice of pizza, caught some of that electrical parade thing. And uh, then we left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is some old people shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, every line was ridiculous. It was 40 minutes plus for anything. So when you're a pass holder, you're just like, eh, I don't care. Wanted to hang out, see some cool shit. And uh, yeah, we're, we're going back a few more times before uh, our passes are set to expire. Um, in fact, uh, we're going to go on the 2nd of September, which is a Friday, and the first day of Halloween officially for them. Ooh, yeah. Staying on the sports podcast, we were noticing pumpkins kind of popping up all over the place. And then they have like in their little memorabilia and gift shops, you can buy, you know, well, what did it say? Uh, like uh, spooking for treats or something like that. I don't remember. What's this? There's a saying, and they did a pun with treats and spooking. Trick or treat? <laughs> no, I don't okay. know what it was. <laughs> spooking for treats is. I wouldn't want to say that. I don't know. I don't know. It well, said something. They got to start getting out their uh, hocus pocus too. Uh, oh stuff, yeah, you know? yeah, that's gonna be huge. <laughs> yeah. uh, but this morning, Andy. They announced the renewals and uh, what what's in store for people who already own a pass. Passes went offline. I think it was in May of this year. And so if you don't have a pass, this you can't apply. You, you have to be in the renewal level to get this. And it's uh, basically the same. Every price, uh, uh, every price of every pass went up a, a tad, some more than others. Uh, starting price now went from 399 to 499 and that one you basically can go for like tuesday through thursday like for nine months so uh, look inflation's 10 percent. it's not 20 percent, guys what are you what are you doing yeah mm-hmm. uh, that one you can only hold two reservations it's pretty weak you have to be a southern california resident as well for that one the one i have went up 50 bucks also but you know that one's now 699 uh, gives you four reservations, but it also discounts your parking by 50%. Not that we've ever parked in the structure. We always just do downtown Disney and then leave because we're never there very long. But uh, here's where it gets crazy. The most expensive one, they changed the name, Andy, to Inspire Key, and it's $1,600 from 1400 All right. Sounds worth it. <laughs> Whoa. It's free parking, and uh, you get photo pass. Uh, and all of these come with discounts, 20% off a genie plus. Oh, that, that higher one should give you that for free. That's, that think. fucking sucks. Yeah. And you can get only six reservations with that. 
So that means once you go, then you yeah, can they're rolling one. reservations. Yeah. So uh, yeah, exactly. It's not like uh, six per quarter or something. So. No, no, not at all. So yeah, very much similar from what it was last year. You know, the rumor mill was all over the place. They're going to just limit you to like packages where you can go three times, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so luckily that didn't happen. I don't know if I'm going to renew or not. We probably will. I mean, it's just a nice, easy thing to do. And for, you know, you can, it's a quarterly or a monthly billing. So it's like 50 bucks or something. It's not that doesn't move the needle uh, a whole lot. That's how they get you. That's how the salespeople do it. Yeah. They're like, look, the lease, the lease, you lease this car, the payment, you're only paying 150 bucks. And it's like, yeah, cause you don't own it. That's how they get you. Well, but it does. It does sound like own Disneyland. <laughs> I guess I want to own it after all those payments. Jesus, Bezos! <laughs> Should at least give you some stock or something. <laughs> um, well, it sounds like if you, it's one of those deals where like season tickets at for sports teams, where it's like it just you should probably just keep renewing because it's going to go up and you'll never be able to buy back in. Yeah, I so. suppose. I mean, this is only offered to people who already had a deal. Or, yes, right? you have to have had these passes. Yeah. And you only have 30 days to make up your mind. In oh, the, yeah. Uh, they want, they want yeah. you to move quick. So they got to do their capital planning. You know, they're going to need to know how many how much guaranteed revenue they're going to get. Yeah, um, it's funny because I was reading two very different articles this uh, weekend. One was saying they made some comments, I guess, at their, you know, never been higher revenue uh, meeting last week of pass holders are kind of in the way because we don't spend money like someone from texas would right you need to Uh, buy more hats and shit right yeah but also how often are people from texas coming in on a tuesday in the middle of you know october you know where it's not exactly summer it's not exactly a big holiday they rely on us andy the other article was just yeah they're bringing it back I'm, i'm very confident and that person was right so very good. Uh, Disneyland, by the way, was just packed. As I said, I, we couldn't get on a ride. Um, I shouldn't say that. At the end of the night when we were getting ready to leave, Star Tours was 25 minutes. So, And that's cool. You could see C-3PO and shit. But, I like Star know. Tours. It's always a, a favorite of mine because yeah. they change them up. It's, it's different little uh, tours each time, it seems like. Yeah, I, look, I looked it up after I went. I looked up what they have. I was talking to my sister. I was like, they should make one that's like a pod race. That would be cool. And then I looked it up. And, oh, they, they did have that. that. It's like, um, the one I went on was only uh exclusive for the new movie and it's like ah, we're in the know. wave yeah you're in the death star ruins yeah and then and you then go to the final battle i'm like this doesn't up. make sense in the final battle with like lando and shit i wasn't there yeah i, don't know. I know i wasn't that doesn't make sense to me i like the one that goes <laughs> through the snow land where those giant dog robot shooters yeah. are walking and you, you you trip one yeah and I, when i was reading about that they said on wikipedia that to make it make sense like canon wise because how could you be in the ninth movie and be in the fifth movie they're like oh actually that was a different battle on the same planet it's like okay yeah <laughs> you aren't time traveling of course it's like i don't i don't actually need to know that that's yeah who goes I that prefer... far in depth on the ride <laughs> yeah. someone gets off and like i would like to make a complaint i was pod racing and then i was on endor that makes no sense <laughs> i don't care Woof. Um, but, so did you uh, did you see the big Thunder Mountain and then get inspired to write a screenplay? Or no? Yeah, we uh, we actually didn't even go over there. Um, and you're you're teasing it. We'll <laughs> we'll get there. We've got some other stuff in front of there, but uh, I guess sure. Let's talk about the Thunder Mountain movie. All right. So 
Uh, Disney announced today their next movie based on a ride, uh, Thunder Mountain. You know, it was, it was always going to so, get to this spot. So, is the train talking? Because <laughs> it's the wildest ride in the wilderness, right? I think the idea is that since all of them have been the same thing, is that it'll take place in the West in some mining town, and there'll be a mine, and then they'll get too deep into the mine, and there'll be an ancient curse, right? And then. I don't know. Johnny Depp has to save the day or something because um, they're all the same. But um, is the rock in this? Um, I think he's moved on to Warner Brothers doing his, his DC stuff. So they'll have to find someone new. Um, okay. There's, there's no cast left uh, announced, but um, Edgar Ramirez isn't in it or anything. We don't know yet. We just don't know yet. Um, could be anyone. Could be Harry Styles. You just I don't, don't think know. So. It could be, though. It'd be cool if they got like um, Paul Giamatti. He was in that Jungle Cruise one. I know. I'm looking that? at the cast. Yeah. Like, I actually wouldn't mind having him in there. I, I didn't <laughs> want anyone else but him. That would be cool if like that's the connective thread to through all the movies. It's just Paul Giamatti's, Giamatti's in them. All of them. And he's like a, a relative of every character. Because like this has to take place in like 1880, right? Yeah, old Paul, well, eh? Well, Jungle Cruise was like 1920. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, my father was in the Old West or whatever. Yeah, it's like Marty McFly. Yeah, yeah. different variations. Um, uh, so this is going to be a live action. Is this a, a theatrical movie or is this for Disney? I Netflix? assume theatrical. I think I think the the originals are kind of, you know, Warner Brothers took the first step towards banning all of those movies. Um, no one wants to spend money on straight to streaming movies unless you're Netflix, which you only that's your only choice. Um, so yeah, let me see if there's any confirmation on that, but. That would be uh, my assumption. Oh, is that, is that uh, the Haunted Mansion one that they've already made? That's going to Disney Plus. That's a Disney Plus, straight to Disney Plus. Okay. Um, That's coming out in a couple. Like I said in the sports podcast, it's almost Halloween. So, yeah. It'll be out quick. That'll be a, this is a huge Halloween. We've got the Haunted Mansion and Hocus Pocus too. Yeah. that's I. We haven't seen anything about the Haunted Mansion thing. So, wait, this is 2023. Okay, that makes sense. Expected in March. Because we, yeah, that's what the hell is that? What am I supposed to do with that? Fire their whole team. Like that's that's not good. It's because Jared Leto's in it. They had to make room for him, and he's like, I I celebrate non traditional Halloween. Yeah, I do Halloween (laughs) in March. That's how I save on my costumes. (laughs) Fucking Jamie Lee Curtis ahead of me is cheap. Jamie Lee Curtis is in the movie, and they didn't have the the respect to have it come out in Halloween. Just. Or oh, maybe they had too much respect and said, you have a new Halloween movie coming out. We'll get out of your way. I'm a big fan of this yeah. cast. You got Danny DeVito in here. Yeah, that's pretty good. Is he just as himself and like, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> what? There's a ghoul in here. Says he's a professor. Pretty mm. good. A kid looks like Gary Coleman in it. Ah, yeah, so Jamie Lee the- Curtis is playing the like the lady in the head in the jar or whatever. Not jar, but mm. the ball. Madam Leota. Um, Very disappointing sense. on the... I mean, how do you put a haunted mansion? It's haunted. It's in the title in March. I'm not scared in March. Yeah, they made some curious decisions. I don't know. Maybe they'll change that and they'll be like, it's really drop the ball there. But um, I, yeah, I don't see anything about this Thunder Mountain movie going straight to Disney Plus. It says feature film, but it doesn't, I guess it doesn't mean anything. Um, yeah, so uh, it's going to be directed by a, a team, um, two people that are, they go by Bert and Birdie. That is their director names, I guess. Um, and they, they directed a few episodes of Hawkeye. So they're already in that uh, Disney system, you know. 
You know, there's a movie from 1947 of the same title, Thunder Mountain. Well, I believe this is called Big Thunder Mountain. Oh. You know? Yeah. I, there, were a, there were a lot of movies. <laughs> there were a lot of movies called... Gold, Prospect, Gold Prospector O'Brien stakes a claim, <laughs> but is cheated by a saloon keeper. He plots revenge. Yeah, sounds right. I like they movies are so old back then. It just says for the rating approved. Yeah, no, they didn't have no whatever they're called. I don't remember what they're called now. A motion picture. The MPA or what? Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I'll I'll have to watch it at some point, um, but probably on Disney Plus. You know, I like I like westerns, but this will be like a kid western. Yeah. So we'll I, see. I think the train is yeah. going to talk. So. Yeah. Will, that, will they make a space mountain movie? Because that doesn't really make sense. Like the whole, you don't have mountains in space; it's space, so it never really made much sense. But you know, they could do it. I think it just makes you feel like you're on a mountain because yeah. you're going up, you're going down, you're going around. Yeah, and I guess the the, the port you're on is like kind of mountain shaped, but for people who live on that planet where that spaceport is, they don't think of that as being in space because that's where they're from. You know, it's true. I don't think of Earth as being space because it's Earth. But if you're not from Earth, then Earth is in space. This has been stoner <laughs> moment with Andy. <laughs> it's interesting stuff. Um, all right. Well, we'll keep you updated on that and uh, Haunted Mansion. Hopefully they move the. We're, yeah, we'll write the petition now to move that forward or push yeah. it back. I mean, Halloween one way or another. So uh, let's keep on with the related story here because we're, we're skipping out of order. But um, if Thunder Mountain does go to Disney Plus, um, it's going to cost you more when it does come out. Yes, because, it will. Uh, Disney Plus is raising their prices, uh, I think, for the second time, although they started out so cheap that um, what is makes it sense. going to? So uh, it's $7.99 right now and it'll be $9.99 in uh, December. It's big um, although they'll also at that point be launching the ad version which will replace the $7.99 price. So if you don't want to pay any more for Disney Plus, you can just decide to have ads, which I, w- I wouldn't do. Um, I don't think well, the $2. That's going to depend it. a lot for me on Verizon because they're the ones that give me Disney Plus. <clears throat> yeah. But I also think I have it for free with my Hulu. I don't know. It's a weird thing. Disney or yes, Hulu gives me ESPN Plus and Disney. And then Verizon gives me the free Hulu Disney Plus and ESPN Plus. It's like, can I get just some sort of like $3 back from yeah, one of them that I'm not using this subscription? No, it's it's, it's bad and they it's only going to get worse with what they're doing. Although I think it'll get better in like 2026 or whatever they're, they're saying when figure it out. When, um, well, when whenever Universal loses their share of Hulu, then they can just fold Hulu into Disney Plus and they don't have to have two separate systems. Um. But yeah, there's, you know, right now there's a bundle that I pay for that's just Disney and Hulu. That doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Um, that you, you can't buy it on the open market. It only exists oh. if you if you had Hulu but didn't have Disney. Then they're like, we'll give you Disney for two dollars extra. Um, but that's going away at that point. They will still offer a Disney and Hulu bundle, except it will only be the ad versions. Um, and then there'll be their mega bundle of Disney, Hulu, and ESPN Plus for twenty bucks a month. I mean, um, I have the cable. F- yeah, and then then, then like the dollars the Hulu Live or whatever I think includes all of it. 
Um, but yeah, it's disappointing to me because I don't need Disney ESPN plus or whatever. There's no, I there's watch, not much. I watch golf on there. Yeah, there's, I guess there's some things, but I have, Formula I just use my, uh, I use my parents cable login to get ESPN. So I don't need ESPN, yeah, but ESPN plus. plus will give you the golf at 8 a.m. 6 a.m. Even sure. Yeah. So I need that. And I know you can watch like the lower level MMA fights, which is like, I'd rather actually pay to not watch those. Um, yeah, I don't do that. Yeah. It is neat, though. I've I've messed around on it before where it's it's very organized. And it's like you can go into this obscure sport. You can watch soccer for, you know, little people in Brazil. But, but I already I already have that with the ESPN login. Yeah, you already watch little people play soccer. <laughs> for still. I, I can. I said there's just a tab on ESPN.com. Spectrum tab. Look, I can watch I can watch uh, Junior League Baseball right now. Um, right. I could watch Oakland City versus Bellarmine in men's soccer. I don't know what that means. I don't, well, then it's the, not as cool as I thought. The Wasau Woodchucks are playing the Wisconsin Rapids Raptors. <laughs> well, that's probably pretty heated, I bet. <laughs> I don't know what this shit is. Uh, insane. Um, All right. Well, bottom uh, moral of the story is uh, it's going up. Yeah. Price. <laughs> yeah. About two bucks on like every tier. So um, including Hulu as well. So like Hulu will go from like 12 to 14 and. Yeah, Hulu was forty dollars when I first got it. Now it's up well, to like sixty-eight yeah. bucks for the cable. Yeah, it's a different product though. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's get back into the order because now I'm yeah. just gonna I'm all out of whack here. Um, Andy, there's a new Saw movie coming out next October. See, they got it right. Oh right, yeah, yeah. That seems crazy after the last one kind of flopped. Ah, fifty-four. <laughs> yeah. Is it going to be like, because it's been kind of in vogue lately, they're going to go back in time and there's like a old English guy on a boat, of, you know, with Columbus or some shit and he's killing everyone. And then his grandson became Jigsaw. Yeah. Whole, I mean, that could be an interesting idea. Yeah. Do the feudal Japan version of Saw. Like, okay. It's too much. Jacked up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that the last- would be like very miniature things like you'd hack into their you know progress report and give them a, a b minus and they have to do an honor killing yeah I've disgraced my whole family <laughs> dead but i i still have not seen that last one um i haven't was, seen like the last five of well them. i didn't watch yeah i didn't watch like saw four through nine but um the last one was written by chris rock starring chris rock it's like i just want to make this and it's like okay should have um, seen it to support him. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't. Well, this is pre uh, Will Smith events. So nonetheless, um, after yeah, we should all go watch it after this in solidarity. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it did not get very good reviews. And it's like it's only I don't know what the relation is to Jigsaw or anything, because I mean, the whole point of Saw was that that guy was dying and he was doing this as his like last of act. So it never made sense that he just kept coming back. But I guess he got replacements. That's the story. I don't know. But I know those movies got more and more convoluted and they did do like a like Jigsaw Origins or something in like 2013 or something because that's what everyone had to do. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if any of that makes sense. At one point, Carrie Elwes came back. They're like, he didn't even die. He sawed his foot off, but he's still out there. And it's like, all right. Hope you got a nice paycheck for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that it's, first movie was good, but yeah, just all downhill after that. I hope James Wan is still getting paid for the. It's like, hey, I made I made one movie, and then I went in to do other things, and they just made forty five other ones. <laughs> Good stuff. Good job. Yeah, not a 
Not a bad gig if you can yeah. get some of that. Um, all right, tell us about a Wizard of Oz remake. Is this going straight to Hulu or Amazon or something? So this is being done by Warner Brothers, um, which they don't make straight to streaming movies anymore. They're out of that business, so this must be a full movie. Um, it's going to be written and directed by Kenya Barris, who was the creator of the show Blackish. Also has some other writing credits. Um, he he has a screenwrite re- screenplay credit for the Witches remake, which. HBO pulled off their service last week during all that whole thing. So that's kind of weird. They're like, we love you, except we, the last movie you wrote, we, you know, destroyed. Never, we'll never see it again. again. <laughs> yeah. um, which was also a remake, but this seems like a terrible idea. Um, that movie still, I'm sure people still watch it today. Kids still watch that. It's fine. Um, it was in color. I don't know if you remember the movie was in color. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. One of the first a big deal. Yeah, so I don't think that movie needs to be remade. I don't know what you're going to get out of um, better technology like or something. It's just going to be like CGI that won't. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be like the Cats movie. Yeah. Um, seems like a bad idea. And they they did the, uh, do you remember the James Franco movie from like 10 years ago? The Zeroville? Um, no, it was, it was it was a prequel where he played, he played, the Wizard of Oz or whatever that guy's name was nope. like when he first got stuck in the land. So um, what is that called? What? James Franco did a movie pre Wizard of Oz. It was a, it was a prequel to Wizard of Oz. Oz the Great and Powerful. Never even heard and of it. And it had Zach Braff as one of the monkeys. Fucking what? horrifying shit. So they like CGI'd himself into one of those monkeys. Um, I've yeah. never hear, even heard of this. I know it's a big movie. I don't Sorry. know if you can see it anywhere, but oh, but I see, see the monkey. That's Zach Braff. Yeah. Whoa. Why so. is he dressed like a bellboy? Are they all assistants or something? Right? I don't know. I don't know what the. I saw. I saw it when it came out, but I don't remember anything about you can it. Watch anymore. this on <laughs> Stars. All right, you should do it. Yeah. I don't have Stars um, anymore. <laughs> okay, then don't. <laughs> I won't, even if I did. <laughs> Uh, but then, of course, the other the other big Wizard of Oz movie um, subsequent to the original release is um, and The Wiz. Michael Jackson's The Wiz, you know, that was. Well, nobody beats him. Yeah, it was uh, the Black Wizard of Oz, I guess. I've um, never heard of this either. Really? No. That was a musical, too. The Wiz. I only know The Wiz from Seinfeld. Yeah. Nobody beats him, Andy. All right. Well, this was this is a movie. This a, I thought it was a famous movie. I've never seen it, but I think it's famous. I've never heard of it in yeah. my life. But it seems like you should do a you should do a twist um, on on it, not just remake it. But Richard Pryor was in that shit. Okay, Richard Pryor played a, the Wizard a, of Oz. Yeah, on a bunk. Yeah, yeah. I know Michael Jackson was in it. That's weird. What a weird guy. You know. Yeah, Nipsey Russell. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't want to know anything more about this movie. Yeah, we've gone on too long about <laughs> this. All right, we do have some uh, sad news in the uh, world of filmmaking. Wolfgang Peterson of legendary Air Force One and more passed away. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. It was like 80. So, Yeah. Outbreak. Um, I believe Detroit, right? Poseidon, Troy, the yeah. perfect storm. 
just a just a in the really, line of fire really competent action guy you know um so he hadn't directed you know. anything and since 2016 and it was oh, Vier gegen movie. de Bank, yeah, yeah. But Poseidon in 2006 actually just recently watched that again. It's fun. Yeah, I've never seen that or the original movie, but Air Force um, One though. Just yeah. I'll watch that any old time. Well, I know his 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 big movie was the German movie Das Boot. Das Boot, yeah. Starring the uh, the grandfather. <laughs> yeah. So Jürgen Porchnow. <laughs> yeah. It's a good uh, reference from there, but I didn't That's know. It's on didn't Hulu. Know. Maybe I'll watch that. Never Ending Story. I didn't know that. I I never liked that movie, but people love that one. You know. Yeah, Not I mean, who doesn't? Um, yeah, we're gonna see more. Of the, a lot of those uh, directors from seventies and eighties they're 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 old now. Um, it's interesting that when they still are making stuff, but um, yeah, well, there'll, there'll be more of them. Yes, I don't doubt it. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one uh, didn't talk about it last week. I think this is a couple weeks old by by now. But Anne Heche passed away at a uh, 53 years old. She was, you remember this story from a couple weeks ago? She, yeah. Yeah. Driving erratically in her mini Cooper, got into a small crash and then just destroyed her car, like burst into flames. And she was deemed brain dead. She was in volcano six days, seven nights, Donnie Brasco. Yeah. A lot of those, uh, a lot of things from the late nineties. And then she was dated Ellen. <laughs> And that was that was it, basically. Uh, you're missing someone. Um, oh, what the heck is his name from The Punisher? What? Thomas Jane. Yeah. They were married. Oh, okay. Didn't know that. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't want to look too into the story because it felt so like creepy, like celebrity stuff of like drama. Yeah, just total meltdown thing going on. And I was like, oh, I guess I'll find out what happens like years later or something, but yeah, sounds, sounds kind horrible. Of figured it out. Yeah. She was in eight upcoming projects too. Sometimes you just got to work, you know, Good grief. they were probably not like top tier ones, you know, wasn't the next Scorsese film. No, she has a uh, two things coming out this year, a TV yeah. movie, and uh, I don't know what this is. <laughs> Wildfire, the legend of the Cherokee ghost horse. All right. Inspired by our song. So maybe it's a music video. I don't know. But yeah, sad. Don't drink and drive. I, get, I think there was a photo and people were speculating it was a little bottle of vodka in her uh, cup holder. Yeah. So. All right, well, moving on, Andy. John Wick's Continental Hotel is going to go to Peacock. So, uh, yeah, you were talking about Stars. This was originally going to go to uh, Stars, a TV series uh, in the John Wick universe. It also has now, I guess, been shifted to three movies instead of a series. The Continental? Yeah, which seems like a weird idea. Uh, but this is a prequel to John Wick. Um, it is about uh, Ian McShane and uh, Lance Reddick's characters, but like in 1975. So um, they were, would have been probably not running the hotel at that point. So if, you, if you've, you're familiar with the John Wick movies, there's a, a hotel that all the oh, yeah. 
criminals. You have to give them a yeah. coin. You do business at, and you don't kill each other. And if you do, it's a very, very bad idea. Um, but this is a Mel Gibson starring in this. Yeah, I was so. just gonna say I'm on board with this. Um, yeah, These so that'll be badass. That'll be, uh, and that'll be a new character because with the timeline there, he's not playing a young Ian McShane. I don't think. Uh, but that's yeah, that's moving to going to Peacock instead, even though. Um, John Wick movies are made by the same company that owns stars. I guess there's some idea that they're going to, that's going to just go away. They'll sell Lionsgate will sell stars and it'll all be shut down or whatever. Cause it's just, there's too much stuff. So, um, Peacocks came in, swept in. And I think they also got the rights. Peacock got the rights to all the movies as well. So yeah, I think they're um, all on there. Yeah. So, I mean, they don't, it's, they're not producing them. Universal's not producing them or making them, but they'll, they'll get the streaming rights to them. So, um, yeah, and this series will be out uh, next year sometime. So uh, probably around the same time as the new movie. And it's listed still as this year. Uh, I've got it as 2023, so. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, I'll, I'll check that out probably. Uh, tell us about the CW being sold. Yeah, this is, I guess, another weird Warner Brothers story here. But this was expected. Um, the CW is uh, or had been 50% owned by CBS, 50% owned by Warner Brothers, hence CW. Um, and it was the replacement for the WB network back from uh, our childhood, of course. Yeah. Um, Wayne's Brothers show. Yeah. So I, Warner Brothers, the, the new the new management had plans to uh, just get rid of it. They don't need a TV network anymore. Uh, they did have, you know, a partnership with the TV network to produce shows for it. But you don't you could still do that without owning the TV network outright. Um, so they, they've sold uh, the two companies, CBS and Warner Brothers, have sold most of their shares. I think I saw they're both keeping like was it like twelve percent or something. So uh, to this new this company called Nexstar, which actually owns the actual TV stations. If, if you want to get technical about it, you know there are the channels like with the CBS, ABC, and then there are the actual like stations, like old timey things that broadcast the stuff and they partner with a tv network that's how that business still works which is insane to me um but you know how like the you'll see like the four digit um codes like kabc and stuff is 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 abc so all those are like the actual like broadcast station shooting television waves over the world and that's, that's still how it's done so next star is one of those companies that does that and they own like hundreds of local tv stations uh so now they're just going to buy the network here so um pretty good yeah so like most of the i think like disney owns most of the abc stations that exist so and they own the abc network so um this makes sense i don't i don't know how um much is this going to change the industry or anything there's some idea that's like oh well they'll just make more reality tv now it's like yeah probably you know, that's, Ugh, how, that's, how it works. that's all it's going to be. But the thing is, you weren't watching CW shows anyways, right? No. So not too much of a loss there. Uh, was there anything on the WB other than the Wayne's Brothers show? Uh, yeah, they, they had they were they focused on teen shows, I would say. So uh, Dawson's Creek, the Teenage Witch. I didn't watch that. Um, yeah, they might have been on there. Dawson's Creek, Seventh Heaven, I remember was on there. I watched um, that. So they, they had they had stuff, but yeah, they became um, mid two thousands. They became like the DC Comics Network. 
they had a Smallville, which was like Superman, but in high school. Didn't and then they that. started off with all like the arrow and flash and all that stuff. So, um, but yeah, they had all the, they, they still have been for a long time. The, they did Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Then teen, huh? yeah, high school teen shows. That was their we big watched thing. that, but we did not watch angel. No, I never watched any of those. Yeah. I had older sisters. I had no mm-hmm. choice. One tree hill. Yeah, that was that. a big one. Yeah. Kill more girls. Okay, so those mm-hmm. I'd heard of those. See for teenagers. Hmm. High school dramas. Pretty good. And then they had Supernatural for four hundred years too. So interesting. <laughs> um. All right. Well, Kung Fu Panda four. Yeah, this is. I didn't know there was a three. This is surprising to me. Four I don't think I, I watched a Kung Fu Panda Kung Fu Panda one in the theaters, and that's probably all I needed. And Skadoosh. It, it was enjoyable. It was a nice little animated movie. You got a lot of characters. Uh, I think Seth Rogen and like David Cross did voices as well. Uh, Jack Black was the main panda. And, um, you know, they can't let anything go. So, yeah, I don't remember that they made three of them. I know they made at least one sequel. But now after years later, they're coming out with Kung Fu Panda 4. So. Yeah, Kung Fu Panda from 2008. Then yeah. two was 2011. Three is 2016. All Brian right. Cranston's in that. I mean, why why wouldn't you have Brian Cranston in it? Like, yeah, it's true. Just, it's very easy to just huge in that era too. Yeah, yeah, Jackie Chan. That's right. Justin James, Hoffman. I remember James Hong. That was great. James Hong's great. He's like ninety five now. So, um, yeah. yeah, he's been old for forever too. Yes, yeah. remarkable. Newman's in that one. Oh wow! Yeah. Why haven't I watched this? Where are these on? These are these DreamWorks or something? Netflix. The first one's on HBO. This one, uh, third one's on Netflix. <laughs> That's very, yeah. It looks like this is all what over is the place. The second one, it's produced by DreamWorks and distributed by Fox. It's like that doesn't make any sense, but because I think DreamWorks is now wholly owned Gary by Gary Oldman, Universal. On the second so. one, yeah. You Danny gotta McBride. just you gotta load them up. Claude Van Damme. <laughs> you gotta light just like load them up with. Uh, yeah, you can get anyone when it's yeah. a cartoon. It's like we'll send you a phone booth. They're free. And just record your scenes on a Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> Two hours, you'll be done. Well, according Here's to this, on the, the third one, dollars an hour. The entire, all of Angelina Jolie's kids were in it too. So, okay, that doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah, good for them. She's getting them a paycheck. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. They're just she just brought them along. And they're like, yeah, you'll be in the movie. Just yeah, we got room. Sure. <laughs> so the only way we could get her. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm sure someone will watch that. Um, all right, you want to talk about the box office? Yeah. So uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but like summer movie season is, is over. The biggest movie of all time. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get to that. I'm, I'm, I'm doing identity. my I'm doing my preview or whatever. I don't know. Oh. Um, summer movie season's over. I think uh, Brad Pitt's Bullet Train was kind of last big release, and that's not doing really that well, but still better than what we've got. We've got that. It the, seems like a Hulu movie. Yeah, um, I think it's probably got a little bit bigger budget, but um, we got the uh, Idris Elba Lion movie next week. Um, so that's not a huge. Is that a cartoon? No, like he fights a lion in Africa. What? So I'm going to watch that movie because I like those kinds of movies. That seems like a movie from the 90s, um, but not not a summer blockbuster by any means. Oh, so called Beast, huh? Yeah. Um. So yeah, and go through the 2022 box office. So, as you said, Top Gun just destroyed all the competition. 
Um, at, at one point, it was like, okay, he's going to get past uh, Doctor Strange here. Um, it is now 260 million past Doctor Strange for, Very good. for <laughs> who's in uh, number two right now. Um, yeah, it just keeps going. I think it was, was it the second highest movie this past weekend? Just like, yeah, crazy stuff. Seven, seven million in its 12th week. Um, yeah, so I, I was looking at showtimes just to see what was out there. And there was like eight showings over the weekend for Top Cut. So I know, I know they made a big push this week. They got it into the premium theaters again. So this is like, oh, this is your last chance to see it in IMAX or, or Dolby. Um, and they did announce that it'll go, uh, it'll be available to rent next week. Mm. Um, and then it'll be out to buy like a disc, I think October 1st or something. So this is probably its last big push. But the fact that it's still pulled in 7 million, it's pretty crazy. Like, yeah. Did impressive. you see where it was all time? I guess I can pull it up right now. Um, I didn't officially see it, but I read that it passed Titanic. Yeah, so it substantially passed t- uh, Titanic. So it's $15 million past Titanic. It'll pass Avengers Affin- Infinity War probably this week uh, for number six to all time. So uh, I love yeah, that. That's pretty A normal crazy. movie. That's um, so cool. Although you could do the adjusted for inflation. Doesn't matter. <laughs> find out I mean, that's, every one of these is going to have an asterisk. Yeah. I mean, no one's ever going to pass Gone with the Wind adjusted for, like, for inflation because um, that was a long, a lot of dollars ago when that movie came out. Um, yeah, what back was, to, back to 20. What? What's the number? Uh, 1.9 just- 1. 1. million adjusted for inflation, 200 million in actual dollars. I mean, 200 million was probably like the entire GDP of the country in 1930 yeah. something. So, yeah, there's some weird movies on, on that list. What 101 Dalmatians was 12th. That was a huge hit. Like, it's a, it's a fine movie, but I would never have thought that. Um, I don't know. Every pediatrician's office had to have a tape of it. So, <laughs> okay. But yeah, I think Top Gun will probably be. Uh, Probably pass Avengers Infinity War for sixth place, but probably not get to fifth place at 700. Uh, we'll see, though. Um, yeah, so number two is Doctor Strange at 411 million. I think it's an okay showing for what Disney was looking for. Uh, less than some of their other big movies, less than the Avengers movies, but for a solo movie for a character that's probably not their biggest character, it's pretty good. Uh, Jurassic World Dominion, 373 million at number three. Um, significantly less than the original Jurassic World, and I think a little bit less than the last one. But you know, that's that's still good money. <laughs> they definitely made money off, of it, especially when you talk about worldwide. I think it made a lot because people um, like the brand. And uh, I did see there's an extended edition of Jurassic World Dominion coming out. I so, saw that too, like 20 more minutes or something like that, and it's a long movie already. So. A whole lot more dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number four is the Batman, which not, didn't come out this summer, but came out earlier this year, uh, around 370 million. Um, then we got number five, Minions. Number six, Thor: Love and Thunder. Um, and that's where there's a big drop off after this. Number seven, Sonic the Hedgehog two. Um, great, great, surprising showing for them. Number eight, Uncharted, also from way earlier this year. Uh, number nine, Elvis. Um, I think this is a little bit of a surprise hit. 140 million for Elvis. That's good. And then number 10, Lightyear, 118 million, which is a big disappointment. They were expecting a lot more. 
Um, you know, at least I'd say hoping for at least 200 million, but maybe even more than that. I mean, look, Minions more than doubled up Lightyear. So Disney has to really look at themselves, like what's going on. Um, then we got uh, and the rest of the, the the second top 10 here. So 11 through 20. Uh, nope. The Lost City. The Bad Guys. That was an animated film from earlier this year. Fantastic Beasts. The Black Phone at number 15. That's, that's pretty good. 87 million for... Uh, an original horror movie, um, and pretty good movie. And I think I think you can watch that on Peacock uh, for. I have it in what I was watching. Regular thing. Oh, okay. Um, and then sixteen was Scream, so another horror movie made did well. Seventeenth uh, Morbius. <laughs> Everyone knows all the Morbius jokes. Eighteenth uh, is a movie that doesn't exist in my mind. I've never seen a commercial for it, a preview. I don't know uh, where the crawdads sing. Seventy three million. <laughs> at the box office so that that maybe should indicate things are back to normal when that movie i think it's yeah. just a, a like a um teenage girl movie or something yeah, I was gonna say like, like a, a love story or something like um like a the notebook or something um and then number 19 everything everywhere all at once one of the big surprises and number 20 dog remember that movie shannon tatum? shannon tatum drives a dog across the country that came out in February and no. made some good money. People are like, I just want something that seems positive and nice. A movie about a dog. That sounds great. Um, yeah. So Bullet Train is 23rd and probably cracked the top 20, but uh, not a big deal. Um, so what is interesting is the total gross for 2022 has already surpassed 21. So that's kind of a good sign. But uh, at 5 million for the total or 5 billion, uh, the total gross is still less than half of 2019, and we're more than halfway through the year. So we are probably going to still be seeing that not as many people are going to the movies um, as they did pre-pandemic. It's just uh, it's never going to go back to normal. And they they changed all the theaters. I think there's less seating. I think they can they don't can't sell as many tickets anymore. Yeah, make the seats more comfortable, and I've got no, I've got no problem. So they they sell less tickets, but yeah, it's a better experience. Um, although there's still a couple of big, big releases coming out. Uh, Avatar two coming out at the end of this year, that could make the last one made like two billion dollars worldwide or something. Um, I don't know what that's going to make, but I have to expect that'll that'll make at least two hundred million, right? I mean, James Cameron's entire life has been leading up to this moment so it's his birthday um, today is it <laughs> yeah all right well he's probably still he's probably in a computer right now and i mean inside of a computer 68 years old yeah um and then yeah the black panther sequel um which had a really nice trailer that's coming out later this year i think that could be big even without uh chadwick boson i mean the last one is it was the number five movie of all time so um i don't think i don't think the sequel is going to make 700 million as well but still do pretty well but yeah it still looks like we're gonna still be on this decline of uh less people going to the movies um but it's better than it was it's not dead the movie theater is not dead no i mean yeah people go Mm -hmm. and i think more and more people are forgetting about covid so it's getting back to normal yeah all right should we talk about i have one trailer okay yeah now, maybe this is old, but I just saw this today. A trailer for a movie called The Menu coming November 18th. Mm, yeah. This has a uh, Ray Fiennes, Nick Holt, John Leguizamo, and a new coming star, Anya Taylor-Joy. And uh, 
it looks good. Uh, trailer kind of shows some rich people going to a dinner event. And I think of the trailer, she says like, it's like 12 grand. Um, uh, and then things quickly kind of take a turn and escalate. And, uh, I kind of get vibes of like, uh, ready or not, or something li- along those lines. Yeah. It looks interesting. Yeah. It looks like my kind of movie. I did. I did see that trailer this week. Um, I think the person who's making it did succession. Like yes. Mark Mylod. Game of Thrones, Shameless. Okay. He does a lot of stuff like TV. Because yeah, Adam McKay was producing this as well. So part of the Succession family. Yeah. So that yeah, could be good. We'll uh, we'll see come November 18th. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to get into what we've been watching. But before we do, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head over to thecliplessleash.com and pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed. This leash works for the dog's current collar or harness. And when you plug in promo code. Tony. That is T-O-N-Y. They're going to give you 65% off at checkout just because we sent you. So head over to thecliplessleash.com and pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed. Plug in promo code Tony for 65% off. All right, Andy. How many things do you have? got five. I've got three. Okay. All right, you want to lead? I'll lead off with uh, my main review. I don't know. Sure. Uh, I went to the theaters to see a, a newer release, a smaller release, but still new, uh, called Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. What was, the hell uh, is that? An A24 horror comedy um, about uh, a group of like 20-something girls. Um, they, I think they're high school friends, and uh, one of them comes to this party. Um, at uh their friend's house pete davidson um in this movie he uh they're they're like rich kids and uh it's like his parents house they i think they're like supposed to be early 20s or something uh and the kind of the main character has kind of been away from the friend group uh but she has come to this weekend uh party uh, and brought her new girlfriend um and there's a little bit of tension there and uh they decide to play this game that they call bodies 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 that is um there's all kinds of variations on this game, but basically there's one, there's a murderer and no one knows who the murderer is. And then they turn the lights off and the murderer like touches someone to kill them. And then they have to, when they find the body, they then turn the lights on and they have to guess who the murderer is of the group of people. Um, so they're playing this game. And then um, the whole reason they're having the party is there's a hurricane coming. The hurricane knocks out all the power and knocks out the, the phone system. Um, so all the lights go out and then they find a dead body for real. And essentially the movie devolves into a real life version of this game. They were already playing where they all accuse each other. Who's the, who did it? You know, where were you at this point? And then, you know, all their histories come out and all the tension. And um, It's a pretty fun little movie. I, I liked it. Uh, not too many people, you'd know. Um, Maria Bal- Balakova from Borat two was, it was in this uh, Pete Davidson and then uh, Lee Pace. Um, it's greatness. He's, you know, like 45 years old and is out of place at this party, but, uh, he was really good. So, um, yeah, I think this was a a fun movie. I think it's pretty short, like an hour and a half. Um, and it's not really about the mystery, but I think it's really about, (laughs) I guess the, the generation below us and what they're, how different it is, how they grew up people that are early twenties, that it's just a different, 
different world, even though it's not that many years, just they grew up with social media their entire lives and uh, their relationships are just different. And that kind of like, I think universal experience of like how relationships change once you, you know, leave high school and get into your twenties and older. So um, yeah, good, good, nice movie. All right. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Uh, do you want me to go or do you want to go? Um, I can do another one here then. Um, the next one, something I watched on HBO, it's called uh, Kajillionaire. And uh, this is a, a strange movie <laughs> starring uh, Evan Rachel Wood of um, Westworld uh, and Richard Jenkins, uh, one of oh, our I favorites. I think I've seen a trailer for this. Yeah, so um, she is the daughter of two like con artists, but not even like real con artists, kind of like drifter off the grid con artists who basically have ruined her being a real person because they have just been these weird drifter con artist people. Um, like they live, they live inside of an abandoned office building that they're paying like the guy $500 rent and the walls leak soap at night. <laughs> they have to clean it up and it's just like weird, absurd stuff like that. And they just are always trying to pull the smallest of scams of, um, so then they end up pulling this one scam that involves a normal person. And um, so Evan Rachel Wood's character kind of kind of realizes that her family is completely weird and has deprived her of living a normal life and is kind of figuring out like that she is not a, a normal person at all and just really weird and stunted and stuff. And it's just, yeah, very strange movie, but I liked what it was doing um i don't know if it'd been better if it was less absurd or if it'd been better if it was more absurd but yeah just it um, seems very stuff. bizarre yeah and uh, richard jenkins is always reliably good oh yeah and, he's good um she sounds like um the like theranos person the whole time evan rachel wood oh boy just like okay this is not a real person anymore and doesn't <laughs> understand things interesting yeah all right you ready for my first one yeah I watched a unheard of movie on Netflix as they like to do. I don't know why, but from 2019, The King, starring Benedict Cum. No, no. What? What's his? <laughs> <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. Different person. Yeah. It's, it's the same like name in <laughs> weirdness. Uh, Timothy Chalamet, Ben Mendelsohn, Joel Edgerton. Uh, among a few others, Sean Harris, who just scares the crap out of me. I think from his like his Mission Impossible days, like he's such a weird looking person. Just probably like that guy doesn't feel pain. I bet. Um, but it's it's very interesting. Are you familiar with this movie? I was on my list. I never watched it. Um, so it follows a uh, a young prince to uh, King Henry the Fourth, and then he becomes King Henry the Fifth, and. Uh, you're talking, you know, 1400 is the year. So people don't mm. live very long. And uh, I think he takes power in his early 20s or so, if uh, memory serves. Uh, so, yeah, he took power in his early 20s, give or take, and uh, went on to become a, a pretty great warrior. Uh, and uh, you wouldn't guess that from Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. I guess 10 year old boy. Uh, but yeah, he, he's one of the better kings. I'm not. I'm trying to be learn more about England and all that kind of crap. I've never really cared, but now that we're going to go there, I want to make sure I don't miss anything and learn a little bit in the process. So this was a good movie to check out. 
uh, now if I can find something about like King Henry the Eighth or or something like that. Oh, was that like oh, a Shakespeare oh. thing or something? Yeah, maybe. Why is it like impossible to have a movie filming with uh, the Tower of London? That thing's been there since you know, the year 1032 or something. I don't know anything about it. Like all of the scenes are at a castle, you know, outside of London, far outside London somewhere or in France. Uh, also, there's a, a, you know, a secret cameo. I'd call it a cameo. He's not in much of it. Uh, that's uh, the Batman, the new Batman. Mm-hmm. So pretty cool. But yeah, it, it's yeah, it's worth watching. It's two hours, 20 minutes. Um, it's good. I've seen uh, a couple of this guy's movies, David and Michaud. So um, he likes to use the same people because, yeah, the rover had uh, Robert Pattinson in it. And then yeah, Animal Kingdom had Joel Edgerton and um, Ben Mendelsohn. So mm-hmm. using the same people. And Edgerton is a co-writer. So that makes sense. Oh, interesting. All a bunch of Australian people. Yeah. All right. What else you got? Um. I'll be short in this one. I uh, watched Clint Eastwood's Pale Rider from 1985. Oh. Uh, just a Clint Eastwood Western. That's uh, you know pretty solid. He, uh, I like that he plays a guy literally with no name. He just does he have a up, horse with no name too? <laughs> he has a pale horse. That's why he's the Pale Rider. Ah. So he is like um, from the Bible, um, one of the four horsemen, and just uh, arrives in the town that's being like bullied by the big corporation and. You know, has to save the day. <laughs> what like, yeah. Amazon's in there? <laughs> no, it's a big, big mining corporation. Ah, um, yeah. And the the son of the owner is um, Chris Penn. You know, Chris Penn from uh, like Reservoir Dogs. Um, yes, John Penn's brother, the late. Yeah, and he's always he was always a fat guy, but in this movie it was nineteen eighty five, so he was still thin. And I was like, oh, cool. All right, that was the only. I was say that's the only other person I know, but also Richard Kyle um, from. James Bond and Happy Gilmore, um, the big guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jaws. He was, he was in there. It's like, oh, cool. You can count on me waiting <laughs> for you in the parking lot. Exactly. Yeah. All right, fun. Um, all right, my next one I watched, we talked about it a little bit earlier, the uh, transformation of a one Ethan Hawke for the black phone. Watching this. It's one of those things he's all masked up the whole time. Never would have guessed it was him. Voice completely different. Yeah, I guess even when you see him without the mask, he's got like white makeup. Yeah, he's got (laughs) mime face and his long hair. Um, Also, talking about, you know, young kids now, I doubt they and our life didn't have this either. These kids, goddamn just a jungle in Denver getting the shit kicked out of each yeah. other. What the f- that was normal in the seventies. Like I was thinking about it. Did you ever see like an actual fight in school? Yes, but it like got broken up so quick. Um, so more like the scene in is that days of confused where he's like, you throw one punch and then everyone breaks it up. Yeah. <laughs> but in, in, in football, there were, there were more things like that. They, they would probably but let it go and look different yeah. in it's team yeah. building. Uh, I the only thing I could think of was like food fights, and then they yeah. ruin it for everyone. The bell rings, and it's like ten minutes into your left of lunch. God damn it, assholes! Um, but yeah, this was 
better than I thought it was going to be. I remember you saying it was good, but I didn't remember the specifics because you watched it in theaters, right? Yeah. So, yeah, this just hit Peacock on like Friday last week. So we watched it. And uh, yeah, it was very good, you know, point of view of the kids, but without following them being in the dungeon, just getting killed. Um, Yeah, no one needed to see that. Yeah. Just a kid torture movie. Yeah. And then I liked his brother, James Ranson. I like that character. He's a funny guy. And the few things I've seen him in where it's just like, it reminds me of people uh, (laughs) trying to figure out the case. Uh, but yeah, and then it was kind of like frequency with uh, yeah, Dennis, yeah, Dennis yeah. Quaid, where you know he's the phone's ringing, uh, he's getting hints and clues, and uh, yeah, no, it was it was good. Kind of had some you know it vibes with the the kids in the past and all that kind of stuff, and that's uh, no, enjoyable. Doesn't have to be Halloween to watch this one. Yeah, there's no there's no pumpkins or anything in that movie. Kids can be abducted all year long. Yeah. That's what I say. Check it out on Peacock. All right. What else you got? Um, a TV show that I finally finished after weeks, but uh, The Old Man on Hulu. Uh, we watched like two minutes of this and then said we don't have time. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Bridges uh, as a former, you know, government guy. Um, that's the whole the story in the background unravels over the course of the season I went into the last episode thinking there was eight episodes. And then when I finished episode seven, I was like, all right, so when, so episode eight, no episode eight. Um, and it ends on a pretty big, I would say cliffhanger, um, which is pretty bold considering they didn't get renewed until like the first episode aired. So, um, that was weird for me, but I, I thought, I thought episode seven was excellent. I think it's, it's a very slow burn of a show. Uh, but we finally got to where it's going, and then it's like, all right, come back uh, 15 years from now when he makes it season two. Um, but yeah, it, without spoiling too much, um, they, it finally gets to where the characters are meeting, and you've got um, you know John Lithgow and uh, Jeff Bridges acting together, which is just good stuff. You're not going to see that on TV too often, so no. Um, yeah, solid show, but it does it does require time. It is slow. It's not action packed throughout the whole thing, even though it is uh, like a kind of a spy thing. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to season two. I guess right. I don't I don't know when that'll be. Better get on it now. All right, you ready for my last one? Yeah, I watched a movie you discussed on here uh, last week on uh, Prime Video. All right, and that's my Howard's, last one too. So, oh, thirteen lives. So, yeah, it's two hours twenty-seven minutes. It's a, it's a little bit lengthy, but we watched it all in one sitting, Andy. If you can believe it. <laughs> wow, yeah, yeah. Um, again, Joel Edgerton, Colin Farrell, and Vigo Mortensen. Wonderful. Um, I didn't remember much of this. I mean, I remember the story just fine, but I wasn't sure if anyone died other than the seal without giving anything away. Like I knew people died, but I was like, did all the kids make it? Like, it just seems like impossible. Uh, so that was fun watching, trying to figure it out. And then just also it just seems exhausting. I, I don't remember. It was like almost 2000 meters into the cave. These kids went 
Well, they're showing it's like a it was a six hour journey, like at first. Yeah, I think they were able to like make optimize it better, but it was still like three hours with the kids or something. It's insane. My guess is though they weren't necessarily that far in, but when the water came, they had nowhere to go but further in, right? Yeah, I think that's the idea. Is that, yeah, when why they were in the place they were is they knew there was a higher ground, so they moved. Because um, yeah, the the movie doesn't show them going all the way through, but also they would have to like recreate a cave and all this stuff like that. So. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, so it just kind of follows the story. What year was this from, by the way? Twenty eighteen. So it wasn't that long ago. Just four years ago. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, it just there was a global response. There had people from all over the country showing up, trying to help however they could. Um, who did Elon Musk did get into a you know Twitter battle with? Was it Vigo Mortensen's character? No, so it was the guy at the very beginning, the first English speaking guy who who uh, recommends. Oh, here's these divers I know of. Yeah, okay, it was so, that guy. Yeah, that part of the story was not in the movie, but just insane. Of Elon Musk basically told people like, "We'll have SpaceX build a very small submarine that you can put the kids in." Yeah, and the divers were like, "No, no thanks. Like that's not going to work." Yeah, and so he got pissed. I wonder if he built that anyway. Yeah, that'd be I'll cool. I'll show you. <laughs> He's all around the Gulf of Mexico right now, just <laughs> driving it. James Cameron's pissed. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, it's good. It is a little bit uncomfortable just watching him having to maneuver through there. Like, oh my god, how do you decide? Like, hmm, I want to scuba dive a cave. That sounds fun to me. Yeah, there's there's so much. I'd be so far away in anything like this. I would scuba dive a shipwreck, but I don't know. I I don't I don't know. There's no benefit to me to let's go scuba dive a tight squeeze cave. Yeah, those are so many fears in one event. (laughs) Yeah, which explains why they had to do what they did to those kids. Is that true? Yeah, I think that's how else would they have done it? I was I didn't know what was going on when they kept when they brought in. So they brought in Joel Edgerton's character and they're like, do you think we could do this? And he's like, no. And they they aren't they aren't telling you what it is. And it's yeah. just like when they get to it, it's like, holy shit, that's what they're doing, um, which I don't want to spoil. And yeah, I did like not knowing the whole story. I knew about this. I didn't know any of the uh, results <laughs> or anything. So that was that was really helps with the tension of it. Yeah, it's like, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, now, also, I, you just can't help but juxtapose. Thailand kids versus american you know how pissed these kids would have been and how fast they parents would have sued everyone and just how evil everyone would have been to each other there everyone's just you know thank you thank you thank you bowing and just so happy and appreciative that they're there helping trying their best here like get your fucking ass in there and get my kid ah where's the arby's like just furious like i don't know if you just that was where my head went immediately it's like we would be so evil and mad and nothing would have been done like the kids would have just died because we would have blown up the mountain just yeah exactly like uh that's that's us i guess yeah they just like meditated like yeah well now we're not hungry (laughs) what ours would have been the kids from heavyweights and like give me a fucking (laughs) give me a cheesesteak now yeah, I can. That's that's horrifying. Just, I mean, just the thought. I mean, from from Vigo Morrison's character of just like we shouldn't have even found them because now we know that they're all. He was so pessimistic about the whole yeah. thing, 
that was horrifying. He's like, he was distraught that he's like, now I'm going to remember these kids. They're all going to die. Yeah. It's like, Oh shit. That was crazy. Uh, yeah. I think I would have remembered if they all died. <laughs> so that's one. Yeah, that's one thing. true. I think I've been a, not necessarily yeah. if it was like one or two didn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's crazy stuff. Um, I like the World Cup part of it. <laughs> and they kept yeah. updating the World Cup. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense with the timing. Shows you what's yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah. Um, and they're probably marketing for the World Cup coming up, right? They it got paid be. off. Yeah. Um, yeah, weird thing with this movie that they, I don't know what Bezos was thinking, but they said like this was this was already made before that MGM deal was closed. Mm. Um, and then he's like, this had a release date as like, you know, not that long ago. This was supposed to come out in theaters, and he's just like, nope, it's going to Amazon. Okay, I don't it's know. Power move. What does he care? Yeah, yeah. I think Ron Howard cares, or maybe he doesn't. I don't know. Ron uh, Howard's last two movies have been just thrown onto the streaming service. And he's yeah, like, that's I'm true. fucking made in Paul 13. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> but yeah, definitely a, a good one to watch and check it out on Amazon Prime. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else to add? Uh, no. All right. Well, you've been listening to episode 284 of the Tony Steak podcast. I'm Sean and join with me at Off-Road Andy. All right. We'll see you later.